Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloamory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. In my first 11 years of life, I witnessed my parents' marriage in this way. My dad worked and made all the money. My mom took care of the kids in the house. Both loved what they did. My mom had once dreamed of having 10 kids, and her medicine was in the meals and treats she made from scratch every day and the smoothly running home she kept. As an adult, I came to understand these as traditional gender stereotypes, but as a young girl, this is just how I thought marriages were. Until I had a friend who showed me another way. I grew up with this friend I'll call Mary. We did theater together and remained friends after high school and after college. She went to a school in New Jersey, and I went to Florida State University. We found ourselves closer in proximity after college when she settled in a part of New Jersey right across the river to my Upper West Side Manhattan address. She met her husband in college. They got married right after graduation and started a family soon after that. She would tell me that she loved her work and her husband loved taking care of the children in the home. I remember being so intrigued as I tried to comprehend this as a possibility. I had never been shown that a dynamic like this was even an option. This was the beginning of my inquiry into what beliefs I picked up from my parents and siblings, what I was told, what I was shown. I questioned if the belief was helping or keeping me from creating my most fulfilling, intimate relationships. I found that the majority of beliefs I held about relationships came from unresolved wounds. I've always thought differently than most people I grew up with, so sorting through my subconscious was vital to understand myself more deeply and fully. Through this unpacking and sorting process, I found significant awareness and healing that's helped me lean into my unique self and what I really want in my closest relationships. And this is what I'm going to talk about today. I'll go through a list of some limiting beliefs that I've had and others that my clients have expressed to me. Now, in episode 38, I talked about societal programming that can influence our beliefs around relationships. That was a little easier to pinpoint because it's more of a shared experience between people. When we start to look at potential familial beliefs, it's a little more challenging to come up with a comprehensive list. Every family is like your fingerprint, unique, different, one of a kind. So the ones I'll be talking about are really just a sliver of all the potential beliefs that are picked up from our family experience. 
My intention is to bring awareness to the kinds of limiting beliefs that you can get from your family to help you start your own process of investigating what familial programming has influenced the choices you've made and the kinds of relationships you've created. This helps you to get to know yourself and consciously choose what's in alignment with who you are and what you want to experience in your intimate relationships. In healing our past, awareness is the first step. Choice is the second step. So most of the time in our early childhood, we observe what's going on around us and make conclusions about everything from what we see, hear, and what we're told. These observations sit in our subconscious, and many times if there's discomfort or trauma associated, they fall into our unconscious minds, becoming the filter with which we see our lives and the motivation of our actions. This input can come in through the things we see, the things we hear, whether directly or indirectly, and there could be conflicting beliefs between these aspects. They can come directly from our parents or family or from a close friend's family. And again, these ideas can conflict with each other. What I mean when I say conflict with each other is something like this scenario. So let's say your parents fight all the time. They yell constantly. You've never seen affection or love between them, but then your best friend's Parents are very loving, speak compassionately with each other, and show affection. Both experiences sit in your subconscious and can confuse how you see the world and your place in it. So, to start this inner exploration, ask yourself these questions. In terms of intimate relationships, what did I hear the people closest to me say? What were the words that were said to me over and over again? What did I observe the adults close to me say to each other? What did my parents show me through their actions? Did their words match their actions? How do these ideas show up in my relationships? Do these beliefs feel nurturing and fulfilling, or do they feel upsetting and frustrating? What are my intimate relationships like? Can I find a correlation between my past and my present? And one last thing to note before I go over this list is that some things your parents or close adults in your life showed you or said to you may be ideas or beliefs that feel really good to you, that you identify with, that feel nourishing and aligned with the truth of who you are. These are helpful to become aware of too, because these, and I'm putting in air quotes, family values can create a solid foundation from which to build your ultimate relationship vision. The more conscious we are about all parts of our inner world, the more we can identify when something is out of alignment, or the more we can consciously communicate our needs and desires to a partner. Okay, so here are some of the wounded familial limiting beliefs that I've uncovered. The main goal in life is to meet a good person and get married. Once I marry, I should stay with that person no matter what. In other words, marriage is a lifelong commitment. 
I should marry my best friend regardless of attraction. I should marry someone who will provide a stable and comfortable life for me. If I argue with my partner, something's wrong with the relationship. I should always put my partner's needs ahead of mine. Men are only interested in sex. Men aren't able to access their emotions, let alone communicate them. Women are too sensitive and emotional. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Life is difficult. Relationships are challenging. I can't have everything I want in my relationship. I'll get broken up with. I'll leave a relationship to protect myself from getting hurt. If I'm not happy, it must be something the other person is doing to me or did to me. I can only be happy if I'm in a relationship. It's better to settle for a good relationship earlier in life than get married later in life or the idea of I should just take what I can get. If I decide to get married, the next logical step is to have kids. Comfort, safety, and security is found only in partnership with another person. If I'm upset about something, I don't talk about it. If I'm upset about something, I scream and fight about it. Marriage only shows up in one way, a man and a woman in a monogamous relationship with traditional gender roles. Once in relationship, I should turn off all attraction to other people. If I can't stop my attraction, having an affair is easier than talking about it. I should give up my perspectives about a situation to keep the peace between my partner and me. My partner should just know how I feel by how I act. Now, I grew up in the 80s, so many of those beliefs are admittedly generational. More and more people are questioning everything they thought they knew and creating these multicolorful, diverse relationships. And with so many people doing their healing work, I believe the narrative about relationships is changing. Once we shift our own internal beliefs, we pass this down to the generations ahead of us, whether they're our own children, grandchildren, or other children. Some of the beliefs that I'm hoping to instill into my children are the following. Love is love, and it can show up in so many diverse ways. Loving yourself. Knowing your worth is foundational to being able to receive love from another. Know yourself to know what you want in life. Find compassion with yourself and others. We all come from different unique paths. Live your own unique life. Be your own unique person. Your barometer is your own happiness. This doesn't mean life is without some challenges. Challenges are opportunities to grow, expand, learn, and transform into the next best version of yourself. As long as you're happy, feel loved and nourished, it doesn't matter how your relationships look or if you want to be in relationship with others at all. You be you. You do you. Your uniqueness is an integral part of the rainbow of humanity. So now it's your turn. What messages did you pick up from your parents or other influential adult relationship dynamics? 
What do you remember seeing, hearing, observing? Can you find a correlation between that and how your relationships play out? What beliefs do you want to keep? The ones that feel aligned with who you are and what you want to experience. What beliefs do you want to give back to your parents or others? When I'm doing belief shifting work, I'll often close my eyes and visualize putting the belief in a box with a bow on it. I will see or feel myself giving it back to the person I got it from. I will usually say, thank you for the lessons learned from this. I choose to give this back. And I witness the other person taking it back. Or if they don't, I send it up to universal energy to alchemize or send it down into the earth or any other visualization that seems fitting in the moment. And then I become aware of how that belief shows up in my relationships. And at that point, I have awareness and possibly a choice to act in a different way. I don't always choose a different behavior or thought, and that's okay. Merely having the awareness and knowing that I have a choice is empowering. It's a process, and self-compassion is key. This is big healing work, but it will also set you free. Until next time, stay curious. Thanks so much for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get yours sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, carriejarislow.com, Instagram, or TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. Are you wondering why you never seem to find lasting fulfillment in your relationships? Or do you create the same kinds of relationship experiences over and over again? Can you never seem to find even one person who you want to explore a relationship with? Have you just given up hope altogether? If this sounds like you, my recent book, Why Do They Always Break Up With Me, is the perfect place to start. The foundation of any relationship, whether intimate or not, is the relationship we have with ourselves. In the book, I lead you through eight clear steps to start or continue your self-exploration journey. You'll learn about the importance of self-acceptance, gratitude, belief shifting, and forgiveness, and given exercises to experience these life-changing concepts. This is the process I use to shift my relationships from continual heartbreak to what they are now, fulfilling, soul-nourishing, compassionate, and loving. It is possible for you. This book can set you on a path to get there. Currently available through Amazon or through the link in the show notes.